What up, what up, what up, everyone? Welcome to D Gaming Attic Podcast number nine. Now, because of Comic... Oh, fuck, I say Comic-Con. Uh, well, Gamescom last week. Not a lot of news came out um, other than what I gave you guys on the Gamescom pod last week, which you can go back and refer to my last pod if you haven't listened to it yet. Hope you'll check it out. Um, so... We got some news and announcements, of course, after that, but not a lot. So probably going to be a quick pod today that's going to give you guys some news, announcements, releases, and then we'll go into what I've been playing lately, and I think that'll probably be it unless I go on a rant for something random in the middle of the pod. All right, so let's start off with this. Uh, when it comes to new game releases... We got the game Control, which comes out tomorrow. I'm recording this on a Monday night. And tomorrow, I believe, is what, the 28th, if I'm right? I don't know. I'm wrong. But tomorrow, by the time you're listening, it's probably this, It's probably Tuesday morning as you're listening to this. And the game is already out because I'm recording this podcast very late. Sorry about how late I'm releasing this. Uh, for those who don't know, got me a second job. Sometimes I work overnight. So if you guys don't get your podcast early Monday morning, you can expect it late in the day on Monday. Or maybe sometimes even Tuesday morning if I slept through the damn day when I got home from the day job. So I apologize in advance. But Control comes out tomorrow. Um, it's from Remedy. Uh, they're the ones that gave us like Quantum Break and shit. I believe was the last game they made. They usually good with stories. So I'm interested. This game's been hyped up a lot. Um, this girl that works for some place, I believe, that has control in the name, and she has these powers and stuff, and she's trying to uncover some conspiracy or some shit. Like, this game has been hyped up for a while now. Like, I usually like Remedy games, but for some reason, while everyone is getting hype about this game, I've been feeling no type of hype for this game. I'm not sure about it. Um, I've watched every fucking video imaginable about this game. I've even looked at reviews today. Like, people are giving this game 8s and 9s. I, I want to try it out, but I don't want to pay for it. I no longer have Gamefly, so I don't know when I'll get to try it out. Um, I'm pre- this looks like a game that will be on Xbox Game Pass. I hope to God that it gets there in the next month or so, so that I can tell you about guys about it, even though it's going to be late. But hey, it's not like everybody that listens to this buys video games the frequency that I do. And if I don't buy a game right away, there's usually some very good reason why. You know, so Control... It's getting great reviews if you want to pick it up or check it out. Check out the videos for it and then pick it up. But as for me, I will hold off. Also, this Friday we get um, Blair Witch, um, which is supposed to be like a found footage game. And really looks very creepy. I wasn't going to buy this, but then they told us during Gamescom that the game will be covered in Game Pass. And because I pay a monthly fee for the fucking Game Pass, I feel obligated to try as many... If something is brand new and it drops on Game Pass, I will not pass up the opportunity to play it. Now, I think I want to stream this game too because I think it will be funny for people to get my fucking reactions to a game like this. Because it looks like fucking Outlast and Outlast scared the shit out of me. 
I usually don't like playing a lot of these crazy, scary games. I like, I'd rather watch someone else play it, even though I talk about I don't like watching other people play games. But there's certain things I make exceptions for, like these fucking crazy, scary games. Um, Resident Evil 7 is the last time I beat a scary game. Of course, like I told you guys in past podcasts, I could not finish that shit in VR. Scared the fucking shit out of me. Um, but Blair Witch... I will try it out on Game Pass when it drops on Friday, and I'll definitely let you guys know what my experience was on the upcoming podcast for next week. Should be number 10. All right. Now, now the big game for this week is this game called Astral Chain, um, which releases for the Switch. Uh, this game is also reviews are already out for it as well, and everybody seems to be loving this. Like, and Nintendo just keeps this month, they drop hit after hit from Fire Emblem to from Mario Maker to Fire Emblem to Astro Chain, and they're just silently killing the game. And, um, no one seems to be complaining, you know, because when it comes to Xbox and PlayStation, their exclusives. And all that stuff and PC, all you guys love to do is complain about or compare graphics or who gets what and blah, blah, blah. But no one ever throws Nintendo's name into the mix where they're silently killing the game and you guys aren't saying shit. So I don't really know what it is, you know, because great games to a lot of you need to have great the shield. Destroying the shield causes it to explode and engulf the floor in flames, which seems pretty cool. Deal and it deals heavy damage to any operator in the immediate area, as you would assume. If you're fucking on fire, you're gonna get damaged. So, um, yeah, that's that. Um, Rainbow Six Siege continues to be a hit. Um, I fell off because the game's kind of old now, and like I said, unless there's a good story for me to go back to, it's hard for me to keep going back. And I do have like the ultimate edition of this game where I get all the characters and stuff, but I can't tell you the next time I'll be turning it on to try this shit. Um, in other news, Microsoft, so they say, as of right now, they have no more plans to port any more exclusives to Switch after they give um, Nintendo fans Ori in the Blind Forest, if I'm saying that right. Um, definitely not a game I'm excited about, don't really care about those games, but um yeah so microsoft's not putting anything else as far as we know maybe they might shadow drop something in the future uh but everybody's probably looking into their um shit by now so all right so oh yeah and other switch news we got uh some free august switch games that came out one is called kung fu heroes don't care never played it and one called Vice Project Doom. I think some people said they would like this game as a kid growing up. I never played any of these damn games. They need to start putting more Super some Super Nintendo games on the Switch. Um, Whatever they call that fucking cabinet. Their little classic thing. I'm tired of looking at these NES games and having no desire to play them. And all of you that always complain that we don't get enough old games to play, then there you go. I hope you're playing all these shits or else you're a hypocrite. Um, up Next up, uh, Fallout 76. For those who, I don't know who's listening that still plays this, I'm probably like the only one. Well, I'm not even playing it. I'm waiting for the NPC DLC to come out. But before that comes, they're giving us 
a new raid uh, called the Vault 94. So that's the Vault 94 is now open. It's supposed to be a new raid available. And I can't even explain it because I haven't played any raids in Fallout 76. I didn't even know the fucking shit had raids, to, to be honest with y'all. So yeah, if you're a fan of Fallout 76, try out the new raid, Vault 94. Um, also, in movie news, Metro 2033 um, is supposedly getting a movie. Um, I just found that out today, actually, and it, they're looking to set it, uh, well, have it done by the year 2022, so if you don't know, this is the first Metro, this is going to be based off the book, which is also the first Metro game that came out, so if the story, is the movie is anything as great as the game is, then it should be a hit, uh, hopefully they just stick to the lore i'm pretty sure that the story was changed up for the game maybe for the movie they'll stick to the book and make it even better um so that's it for all our gaming news and updates okay now down to what i'm playing right now because i haven't done this segment in a while because i've been pretty lazy on my games like i've been playing stuff but i haven't felt like it was anything worthwhile but Recently, in the past week or two, I've been getting back into a lot of games. Uh, as usual, I can't just stay on one. I get bored like after playing for two hours or so, and I have to switch to another game. But let me just let you guys know what I've been playing. Start off, I've been trying to dip my foot back into Assassin's Creed Odyssey. Uh, I've been trying my very fucking best to do the main story and it's so fucking hard with all these goddamn question marks all over the damn map everywhere you run even when i think i finished clearing out a whole island full of question marks more pop up and i think some new free dlc came out it loaded into the game and now there's hundreds more question marks, yo. I appreciate that they keep supporting this game. I want to play the DLC. I just think it'll take me another year or so before I finally finish this damn game. The new Assassin's Creed will probably be out on next gen before I finish this whole fucking game. I'm just trying to just do the story. But then you get up to a mission where they're like two or three levels ahead of you. And you feel like you need to go and level up and then you start doing side quests and you know one side quest leads to another side quest and another side quest leads to another side quest for all of us who play RPGs all know all too well. But so I haven't gotten very far from the last point I left off, but yes, I'm still playing Assassin's Creed Odyssey. Also, um playing uh Started playing Madden 20 some more now that me and some family and friends decided to start a franchise mode because that's all I really care about in football games. But I know you guys don't really want to hear much about football games. So other than that, um, I tried out State of Decay. Well, no. State of Decay 2 got a lot of updates and I've gotten back into this game. I had no idea. I was just reading an article, came across an article about how the world of State of Decay 2 has come back to life. And I remembered how much I loved this game when it first came out. And I figured, hey, why not try out the DLC that dropped Heartland? 
and I love it. Like, um, you go back to where the original State of Decay was, part one, and it gives you, like, a full-fledged story. It's not like you're just surviving, which, in the game, surviving is great, and it's gotten even better, but here, they got all the updates, but they give you, like, a legitimate story. You wake up every day in the game, you have a different quest to do, with, like, and it's two different storylines. I'm doing the one where you play as this girl and her aunt, and you're out there um, surviving while trying to find her father and try and prove who finds him. You try and prove yourself to him. And you're still in this open world and you're still trying to cure infections and get safe safe houses and find bases and survive. And it's really cool, man. I love the way it plays out. I love building up a base again. Like, I forgot all the things... I forgot about all the things that made this game great. And if you haven't played State of Decay 2 yet, uh, and you have an Xbox, and if it makes it easier if you have Game Pass. I'll never stress how enough how great Game Pass is. But um, State of Decay 2, the regular base game, and the Heartland, Heartland DLC is great if you go back to the base game they've done a lot more to how you could take care of your base how your ai um companions react to you um they do more to help you build up you, you feel important uh, you feel every action you make is important or every action you take is important everything you do you always paying attention to your supplies you always feel like all right maybe i can't help this guy today i could go back to that house tomorrow today i'm gonna work on gathering food and resources so we could build and make everybody happy and camp because people will leave your camp if they're not happy people will get sick there are people that go crazy and start attacking other players in the camp and things like that and so it gives you the sense of survival that I guess any Walking Dead game should have gave us but couldn't because Walking Dead games mostly try and focus on just action and shooting and shit like that instead of focusing on what they would be what they should be. So I really think of State of Decay as this Walking Dead game that could have been if Walking Dead people had this idea of a survival action game you know i don't want to call this horror because it doesn't scare me i guess sometimes at night when you're driving there could be some moments where some things jump out uh, out of nowhere onto your car or on or at you they have those moments but i don't consider this a horror game i think of it as a survival action adventure game and i guess you got to put horror in there because we're dealing with zombies but state of decay 2 if you haven't played it and the heartland dlc if you got an xbox and could invest in the game or could invest like you could get game pass two months now for two dollars which is a pretty solid fucking deal so i say invest in this game if you can invest some time it will take you a lot of time to finish um if you even finish because in the base game you're just surviving they even added dlc for a ho like a horde mode where you're defending a camp and of course it's two players co-op too so if you need a friend to help you out always do that too um but state of decay too look it up um i also been trying out this game slate aspire came to game pass also now this has been a big um pc game like where you it's like an adventure game 
and you choose level like you're going through the motions and you use cards um to fight enemies and bosses so it's like a card based game because you don't do any actions you just put in what card you want to use to attack or defend and defeat the foe in front of you and then you move up on some like laid out branching path type board where they tell you hey this is a treasure you're gonna go if you go left or you'll fight another monster if you go right or you go straight you'll fight a boss here and you know and at the end of every fight you get a, a one or two, i think it's like one new card or two new cards that you add to your deck and it's a real i like the premise of the game i love card games um oh yeah talking about fucking card games on the 28th or i believe no yeah the 28th the Lord of the Rings card game releases on consoles and Androids and iPhones, I believe, on everything. So note that. The Lord of the How could I fucking forget? Like, I love card games, and everyone knows Lord of the Rings is the greatest trilogy of all time. And on top of that great trilogy is, of course, The Hobbit. Um, so, yeah, some six greatest movies you'll, you'll watch in your life. If you could marathon those, then me and you will be buddies forever. Um, but... Anyway, yes, Lord of the Rings card game also coming out this week, so look out for it if you're a fan of card games and the Lord of the Rings. Um, but yeah, Slate Aspire. Now, this game, I read a lot about it, so I was excited to hear that Xbox is putting it on Game Pass. Got it, downloaded it, and I gotta say, I was underwhelmed. You know, like, it was so much hype. Um, I get the excitement of randomly generated cards which is like any other card game but i guess because you just face it one foe it's not like they're using cards i guess i'm used to the whole Yu-Gi-Oh, hearthstone elder scrolls legends type format where i'm facing other people with cards you know it was just this game just felt so i guess it's supposed to be random but it felt random to me it does get harder later on at first it starts off easy and there is a great deal of strategy of knowing when to use your block cards so you don't take so much damage and when to use your attack cards and you do have to think about it because whatever damage you get per encounter you do carry over to the other counter so if i had 18 health in the first battle and i finished that 18 health the next battle i'll be at 18 health and so on so forth until i heal myself with some item or some shit like that or some card that could heal me so it does does have a challenge but i don't know um graphically it was okay but didn't really do anything for me like the actions like if you're gonna show me my character slashing and blocking things like that little i need a little bit more animation to it at least with the other card games there's just cards hitting each other and you know i'm fine with that because these are just supposed to be cards they didn't even have to make them hit each other if if they didn't want to do that but um the game is okay i give it like a seven you know, from what I've played, I put like two and a half hours into it this past weekend when I had time. Um, and yeah, it's, it's okay game. I don't, I don't see a reason why it was hyped up. Some people saying this is like one of the greatest card games ever, I guess in its own right, it can be because there's not a lot of fucking card games like this. The only thing I could think of is similar to this is like Hand of Fate, which I had way more fun playing than this game. And that game is 
just as random, but I don't know, I guess it's because you really, you get to control your character after drawing cards and things like that, so I guess I'm not a fan of the format of which the game makes you play out in, you know, so it's a good concept, but the format just doesn't attract me, so that's all I have to say about that, but once again, the game was Slay the Spire, it's like an action card game played if you want if you have game pass download it it's very hyped up in my opinion overhyped i've seen better all right oh yeah this weekend also um they had the call of duty 2 versus 2 alpha i was supposed to try it out to talk to you guys about it but didn't care enough it's another fucking multiplayer mode um my friend tried to get me on it and i kind of like just snuck my way out the room when he was playing in so i didn't show somebody else in our party could join him and i just yeah um i downloaded it but didn't have the heart to really play it I felt no need to play it. it's just more call of duty multiplayer what else is there for me to fucking do with for me to learn the new things i'm be playing for one year well not even a full year for i should say two months and then put down like i'm buying call of duty because they're finally putting a fucking story back into the game that's what i'm interested in. tell me you give us a first hour of the game boom i would have played it and i would have had so much to tell you guys about it today but a two versus two this is for you multiplayer people like i like multiplayer but multiplayer doesn't keep me going back to a game a fucking story does so that's that um and last but not least life is strange too now i can never stress how i said about a year or two ago that the first Life is Strange games was my game of the year because of the emotions that story made me feel, the decisions that I had to make that was actually heart-wrenching at times and things like that. Now, episode three of Life is Strange kind of slowed down the story from where episode one and two was, and I really liked the pace of those, and I really felt there were more big decisions to make in those games in in episode one and two of life is strange two then in episode three episode four is out now but if you're waiting if you're playing it on game pass you have to wait a few months because episode three just came out they usually bring it out like i think episode four is the last episode so i guess i gotta wait another two months or so before i could play episode four i'm trying to hold out from buying the shit especially if i'm gonna get the damn episode for free on game pass but episode three didn't have as many big decisions as episode one and two did. But when it came down to the two or three big decisions you had to make as compared to like five or six in the other games, they had huge impacts, like <clears throat> major consequences, which I don't even want to tell you guys about. I really want you people because I really feel like none of my fucking friends played life is strange and if you could go back to part one play the shit part two is his own story so you can't start with that but i would really love to finally have a friend that could have a discussion with about when it comes to decisions you made in the game and decisions i made and what the consequences were for you and the consequences were for me because i made man oh god i almost dropped a tear at the end of episode three i fucked up like Like, I really fucked up because the usually, you know, this is what makes the game great because you, 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 oh man, 
story this is what makes me love story games because how well it the story can impact you and the decision i made to end this game of episode three i should say got a lot of people hurt and i felt it and the music that they play at the in the background when you make these decisions is sometimes some of the greatest music i ever heard and this goes for all the life is strange episodes there's always that one track that gets you in the motor like that just goes with every decision you make and there's always a bunch of, i think it's a bunch of indie groups i guess i've never heard of any of them if they aren't indie groups but the people who make life is strange uh, don't nod or whoever does the best at getting the best music for every single situation i actually download every damn track that i hear in the life is strange games but the point is that you feel the weight of all your decisions with this track playing in the background. And I'm not an emotional guy in real real life or I say in the real world, but I can get pretty emotional when it comes to video games, anime, TV shows, things like that. That's how I show my emotion. Not afraid to drop a tear during Lord of the Rings, even the same fucking scenes over and over again. But Life is Strange is one of those games that maybe want to freaking drop a tear plenty of times when it comes to part one or part two um there's always that one moment where you really feel for these characters and that's where uh this is where why this love for story games really plays out in these story driven games like life is strange and for those who haven't played it, if you if anything I'm saying is convincing you to play this game, I'll say go and make sure you download Captain Spirit before you play Life is Strange 2. Um, I advise you play Life is Strange 1 also, the story of Max and what she went through in high school. And she has a prologue story too called Before the Storm. I don't know if you should play the prologue first, maybe. Yeah, no, no. Play part one, then the prologue. And then you can play the prologue for part two in Life is Strange 2. Or you could play part part two first of you one because they're completely different games but um i highly recommend these damn games um well back to part two i uh, i'll say the decisions you make while you're taking care of your little brother they could get to you because imagine if you you had to take care of a little sibling now um how you would feel if something bad or really good happened to them and even this takes me may always makes me think of detroit become human if you played story with the android girl that's taking care of the little girl and the weight that as a parent me being a parent myself the weight that you feel as a parent take having this kid's life in your hand and knowing every decision you make will impact them that's how you if you play detroit become human on ps4 you know how it could feel if you played that game it was free on playstation plus i assume many of you are playstation owners and you tr at least try the game out if you haven't i highly recommend you do Another story-driven game. I'm sorry if you only play multiplayer games all the time, but this is worth it. Um, but, yes, I'm really looking forward to part four. Uh, episode four is already out. Um, I just have to wait for it on Game Pass because I refuse to just buy all the episodes just for one episode. I believe four is going to be the last one. Um, but, yes, uh, Life is Strange 2, great game great story check it out if you can i really would love to have a conversation with someone about this damn game so if one of you 
people who follow us on the Instagram page, on the Gamerish page. If you're a friend of mine, family member that hasn't played this game and got Game Pass or you have like 30 bucks to spare and you like story-driven games, get Life is Strange 2. Let's talk about it. Like I'll even do a podcast with somebody, a one-on-one on our damn decisions that we made on these damn games. And, and I would love to have a great conversation with somebody about this shit. If there wasn't like this parts for Life is Strange 2 wasn't spread out so many um in so many different months. Like I feel like every episode came out like three months after each other. I'll probably have that up on a game of the year contender but i believe the first episode came out sometime last year like november so i don't think it really qualifies unless episode four really fucking blows me away but um with all that said you know that's all i've been playing for now Uh, like i said i'll be trying out blair witch this friday i probably should record how scared i might be playing it but i'll definitely have it to talk about um, uh, either Monday or Tuesday, depending on how tired I am after working. Um, and as usual, follow us on Facebook. If you have any friends that like comic books or like to talk about movies, anime, all that, if you're already a fan of the page, I encourage you to share our page uh, to your other friends. I'm pretty sure you're not the only one on your friends list that's into pop culture or games or anime and comic books and shit like that. And um, also, disclaimer, I've, this is the third time I'm recording this part of Life is Strange. Um, I'm going to be straight up so I feel like my head is all over the place. If I repeated something more than once, I apologize because I keep recording for some reason. My fucking phone kept cutting off in the middle of my damn recording. And I should have been paying attention to that. I was out so deep in thought that I was not paying attention. So this is like my fourth time recording this. So if I mention something twice, I apologize. If this sounds like I cut the story short, it's probably because I can't remember all the other things I said by the time I'm talking about this for the fifth fucking time. Gonna have to keep chopping things up and then putting them together. And it's getting real irritated. So I'd rather be real with y'all and let y'all know what happened before you judge me. But anyway, yes, with that said, please follow us at Gamerish underscore pod on our Instagram page. We're about to hit 1,700 followers. You know, we do follow back um, unless you got a fucking all Fortnite page. I will follow you back, but I will ghost you. In other words, I will mute your page and you'll never get a like from us because none of your shit will pop up on our page because I don't want to see another fucking Fortnite Thing on my damn page on our page popping up for like the hundredth time because it's like all you kids do is just play that one fucking game and then try and get a whole bunch of followers on instagram just posting how much you play fortnite come on like and then when i look at your followers you just have a whole bunch of little kids it's just no all right so you can follow us and we'll appreciate the follow we'll follow you back just know that i'll probably never see your content uh with that said also if you guys have any questions any topics you want us to talk about don't be afraid to email us at gamerish 537 at com. this goes for fanboy with a theory fanboy with an opinion our tv show pod our comic book pod my pod the gaming addict you could correct us if you have any topics you want us to talk about we've gotten 
guys stuff before, but it, emails have slowed down. Don't be nervous. We'll we'll talk about it. Or even send some for our new um, bi-weekly roundtable pod. You know, we do that where all three of us sit down, discuss something from all three of our worlds, you know, and have a discussion about games or comics or TV shows or whatever the fuck that we feel you guys might want us to talk about or we feel like we want to discuss with each other and we just blabber and then let you guys hear what we blabbered about which we hope you guys like the first episode of that um but we'll continue to do it and hopefully just get better as time goes on as we're all trying to do with all our pods um I think that's it. Uh, so yeah, follow us. Join our Facebook group, Gamerish. Follow us on Instagram, Gamerish underscore Pod, and send us emails with questions or any corrections or something like that. You know. So as usual, this is Trey, and I'm a fucking addict. Peace out.